welcome back to the scribes journal i am your host the scribe of worlds and i am joined today by the violet author as usual <laughs> hello i am here i have made it and scribe do you know what month it is well it's the month of february uh, and according to my schedule, the month of February is controlled by the god Janus. Uh, now, Janus represents oh. beginnings, uh, but after <laughs> oh, yeah. the end. Uh... <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We're, we're holding on to that lore. Uh, no, Scribe. I'll stop lore dumping we, It is the season of love. Specifically, highly marketed, expensive money, wasteful love. Because nothing says I love you more than spending 40 bucks on roses, which is an actual price that I saw in a Wegmans yesterday, and it made me sad. I got it. How many? How many roses is that? I have to ask because it was a dozen. Okay. They were uh, like, I don't know anything about prices, but to be completely honest, if I was going to go for a ludicrous number, forty would not have been it. What? Yeah, a ludicrous amount to spend on flowers. I don't know. I feel like it would be more than that. However, that is an insane price, but. This is yes. the month of February, the season of love, if you will. Cupid is out there firing arrows uh, like mad and stay out of the way of his bow. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, he might he might hit you, but it's not like he knows what he's doing. He doesn't actually know that other person. He's just guessing. Everyone just guesses. That's what love is. That's terrifying. Guessing and hoping. On that dismal note, what if there was another way? What if there was a way to find someone who was a perfect match for you or at least who you were destined to be with without all this muss and fuss of trying and guessing do you have any idea of what i i might be referring to i could probably look around my room and find some random objects that could equi equate to that um i've got some string here you could use some string or i've wow. got a, i've got a marker i've got a marker I could do some drawing i'm sure yeah. there's some paint yeah yeah i could think of some things what what about you scribe because i hear that you've got a whole wheel of possibilities uh for how one might possibly find their soulmate sawishe sawishe gosh yes. gosh gosh shall shall we say <laughs> shall we say uh yes so today is soulmate AUs. we almost did this one last year uh but we did not because of the time sender actually uh we instead oh, yeah. went back in time and re-rolled our wheel and were able to get out of that one thank goodness out of out of your request specifically i remember uh however you were the one who did most of the preparation for this episode so can we say you've had a change of heart am i going to be putting up with stupid soulmate puns all episode Oh, I don't know what you mean, <laughs> possibly. I mean, they, they come to me in the moment, so it's not like I have any idea about what they're going to be, but possibly, most likely, knowing me, yes. Wonderful. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Soulmate AUs, I pulled up the TV trope wiki on Soulmate AUs, so we can give a, a, a brief bit of context for what this might be for those listening. Uh, a soulmate AU is a fanfic trope. It doesn't necessarily have to be a fanfic, but mm -hmm. this says it's a fanfic trope that revolves around a setting where everyone has a one true love or soulmate, and there's a red string of fate that ties them together. Usually, soulmates are romantic, though it works with platonic soulmates. This concept commonly involves 
soulmate marks, which are tattoo-like markings that help you find your soulmate. When your mark appears and what it will look like depends on the writer, though most often you're either born with a soul mark or it appears when you come of age. And it's either the first words that your soulmate will say to you, a unique image you share, or just your soulmate's name. Other common types of soulmate AU include reincarnation romance, people see in grayscale until they meet their soulmate. Soulmates have a psychic link, that's sending mental messages, seeing through each other's eyes, etc., or experience synchronization. Soulmate AUs are usually played for drama due to the inherent dramatic potential of having one person who's objectively your best possible partner. Recurring plots include, I haven't found my soulmate and I'm really depressed. My soul mark seems like it won't help me at all. I found my soulmate, but I hate them, or they're my enemy. I found my soulmate, but circumstances conspire to keep us apart. I love someone, but they're not my soulmate. More philosophical works might muse on the implications about free will and predestination, or present a soulmate relationship that genuinely goes bad and watch them angst over whether or not to break up. Despite all this, most soulmate stories end happily ever after. Wow, that was a mouthful. What website did you find that on? It's called tvtropes.org. It's great. I love it. Huh. And we should totally do a episode based off of it. Um, if you are Whoa. looking for explanations of tropes that you might see, uh, that could be enemies to lovers. It could be miscommunication trope, anything like that. They have oh, yeah, no Ick, explanations gross. of it. I know. But to, to the listeners, if you are looking for trope explanations or whatnot, tvtropes.org is a great place to check out. So do it. And then you can see why Violet hates the miscommunication trope so much. My partner is so tired of hearing me say that I hate the miscommunication trope. Anytime that it comes up in media, they're always like, oh my gosh, I've heard you say this like a million times. I know. But at the end of the day, it's just lazy writing. And I'm sure that if you listen back to any number of our episodes, you'll be able to hear me lament how annoyed I get with miscommunication See, I am miscommunicating the miscommunication trope. And isn't it annoying, Scribe? Isn't it annoying? Yes, it is very annoying to have the miscommunication trope uh, miscommunicate uh, the communication misly. Yeah, you get it. You get it. I do. Okay, great. So uh, I have a list of 10 options for our soulmate AU. Okay. And quite frankly... I hate all of them, uh, but I hate some of them less than others. So how do we want to do this? Because there's a couple different ways that we've talked about, but what's some ideas that, that you have been rolling around? So one that I had was I found a soulmate AU quiz on Quiztev? Quos, Quoslet? One of Quotev. Them. I one think of it's them. Quotev. I don't know if it was Quotev. I think it was a Quizlet, but not a Quizlet. A quiz, a quiz live, laugh, love, if you will something that I do want to use uh, that I think could be fun, which is a have AI predict your soulmate quiz. I think that could be a fun way to set up one of our characters. Those are the, the two concepts that I kind of had. What are, what are you rolling with? Yeah, go ahead and spin your wheels and, and tell me what we're going sure. on. The 10 that I have are a mix of soul mark, uh, where you have like some kind of tat tattoo or whatever, some of those more psychic connections where you see through the other person's eyes, the monochrome one. So it's more just kind of the, the general classics, if you will. So maybe if you want to do it this way, you can take the quiz real quick and I'll just spin the wheel and then we'll have two characters. 
Uh, you had mentioned possibly doing this like our Hallmark episode where we took two characters, both with separate storylines, and then put them together and mm -hmm. wove their two narratives into a larger one, which could be really fun because this is the idea of soulmates. So like thinking maybe we could have two soulmates who are not soulmates of each other, but they're going on a quest to find their soulmates. Or the other idea that I had brought up and that we'd kind of bounced around was that maybe this is someone from one soulmate AU all of a sudden transported into another soulmate AU. So for example, someone with tattoos is now transported into a world where everyone else sees monochrome, but he sees color. And he's trying to find his soulmate while everyone else is confused as to why this stranger who has these strange markings exists among them so with that said i'm going to click my wheel and we're going to see what we come up with okay so ladies first yes yes of course i have been given by the by the fate of the quiz maker the red string soulmate au that is uh, originates from uh, asian culture where usually it is a red string tied around a woman's pinky and a male's thumb or two people's pinkies the string is all invisible to anyone but the wearer themselves sometimes invisible to everyone but a specific like red string finder who can let someone know if they have a red string or not hmm. um, but usually it is intangible. You can't touch it. You can't mess with it other than through other some kind of love magic. And it connects you to your partner. And you will know you have found them if your string connects to their pinky. So that is the concept Interesting. of the red string soulmate AU. Okay. So we have a red string soulmate AU. And from the wheel of mild chaos, because let's admit this one isn't too crazy, it is a telepathic link to your soulmate, and it's not specified what kind. So this could be anything from having shared dreams. This could be we are actively talking back and forth. You have an act, you have a telepathic link to your soulmate, but you do not know who they are. Uh, so I think that kind of cuts out the talking back and forth, because if you can talk back and forth, then I feel like they'd just be like, by the way, my name is. Yeah. I, one of the things that I have seen, and feel free to veto this, is I have seen people use music where they can only send back and forth, like, the kind of music that's playing around them or that they're thinking of in their head, which can be interesting. A fun way to mess with your partner, uh, if you know they're going into a business meeting and all of a sudden you start blasting Shakira. But that's just me and my little tee-hee-ha-chaos vibes. Chaos gremlin, yes. Mm -hmm. There's also the emotional telepathic link where emotions flare and that's how you know that that person is them. I believe the emotions one, yeah. So share emotions and both share a song are other options here. So I believe I'm going to go with the dreams one. But I do like the idea of as your connection grows stronger, you're able to send clips of your dreams back and forth. So I think for right now, it is just at the dream level. They are having shared dreams and they know they're sharing dreams with their soulmate, but they don't know who they are. I would feel so bad for my partner. I have night terrors that are visceral. Oh, no. And I would feel awful if anyone else had to experience those other than me. Can't believe we're finally doing it. Soulmate AUs. I know. You put up such a fight. You put up such a fight that you made us re-roll a wheel last time. You were like, no, I'm not ready for yes. this. I can't do this. I despise soulmate AUs. I think they're cute and they're kitschy, and as long as they stay cute and kitschy and are aware of that, they can get away with it. But if they start trying to be serious, that's when things go wrong. But we're doing a serious one, right? 
Oh, yes. Y yes, T totally. What, what do you take me for, scribe? Someone unserious? I've got a I've got a teacup right here, and my pinky is up. Look how serious I am. There are dead Did a red string coming inside. from that pinky? If there was one. It would connect to something. No, I would never willingly feel emotions for another human being. What are you speaking of? Mm. One of my favorite tropes that I've seen for the red string is when two people find out that they have the string connected, but hate each other so much that they go on like this elaborate journey through perils and trials to try and get it cut. And then they make it to like the haggard old witch in a hut who has the magic who can cut the string. And they get there and they're like, but actually, but actually, I fell for you while we were on this trip. So that is, I think see, that's cute. That's fun. That is yeah. cute. I like that. So, oh boy. So where do we want to go with plot and characters? Or should we start with characters? Should we start with plot? Or do we even care? Do we just want to talk about soulmate AUs? We can do it. We can do it. Okay. Give me a character. I'm going to, I'm just going to spit all this. Give me a name. Okay. So our, one of our main characters is Winnie Dean Chester. <laughs> Chester Dean. Chester, Dean no. Chester is yeah. so much funnier. Winnie Chester Dean. Oh my gosh. Winnie Dean. Winnie Dean, Dean Chester. Chester okay. Please, I beg of you. That's amazing. Okay. Give me a, give me a character. Give me a, give me a name. Uh, okay. So name, first name is, is Winnie a male or a female? Or do we want to do, want to do a mixed cast of a boy girl teaming up to go find their respective soulmates or two boys going to find their soulmates or two girls finding, going to find their soulmates? So what if we have a guy and a girl going off to find their respective soulmates, but accidentally falling in love along okay. the way and being like, but what if you do? You're not my soulmate. I'm down to see what happens. That's, that's what people say, like before like explosions happen. So I'm very excited. I'm I'm down for explosions. You know what? An explosion would make this soulmate AU so much better. Explosive romance. In that case, I'm going to say Vincent Van Gogh, and you can use that however you want to make someone. It doesn't have to be Vincent Van Gogh. It can just I'm just saying that name. <laughs> what what uh what name do you got for me? Sorry, I thought I thought maybe. <laughs> <laughs> trying to say this name out loud. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Vinnie Von Vincent. Cool. Okay, so we have Winnie, Winnie and Vinnie. Vinnie. We've done it again. We're going to hate ourselves halfway through this episode when we just keep going, wait, 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 wait. Hey, 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 hey. Winnie was my creation. Vinnie was your abomination. That's all I'm going to well, say. All of my creations are abominations, Scribe, obviously. Have you met me? Fair enough. Okay, so we have Vinnie and Winnie. <laughs> And Vinny has a strong accent, so he pronounces W's. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Vinny Winchester. I am Vinny von Vincent. Oh no. So so Vinny and Vinny. Exactly. Vinny and Winnie. Uh, okay, I just want to say that if at any point during this episode we start talking about how much we hate ourselves, I am taking none of the blame. Why? You take a little tiny bit. Because you said Vincent Van Gogh. That's a name of three D's. You gave me the arsenal, and then you handed me an empty gun, and you said, whatever shall she do with it? And she, she, she shot someone. She shot someone. She shot Vinny, or Winnie, I don't know which, but she <laughs> no, shot No, no, it was definitely Vinny. I blew off one half of the oh, W boy. and made it into a V. <laughs> how fitting that he lost. <laughs> <laughs> how winning, how fitting. How fitting. Okay, okay, so Vinny and Winnie both are heading off to try and find their, their soulmate. What's the inciting incident? Location, 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 scribe. Everyone knows it. That is what makes a scene. So our question is, obviously our two heroes have a common goal in mind. They want to go and find 
their one true love. They want to find their soulmate. So, what methods will they be using to go and find them? I know we just had a boat last episode. I know we did. I am feeling a cruise vibe. Like, a long trip across the ocean vibe. Like, stuck on a boat with each other for as they travel to a country vibe. But if you are not feeling that vibe, that is okay. That is just the vibe that I am feeling. Interesting. I was actually thinking of doing the shared journey, like walking through the woods, like through the mountains and the valleys and that kind of thing. Mostly because I really did like your idea of having someone out there somewhere who can cut this red rope. And that's maybe someone that they meet on their trek. And then when they get to somewhere and they realize, oh no, we've fallen in love and we don't want to, you know, actually go on and find our true soulmates they go back to the lady who then cuts the rope and frees them. I don't know. My rut row raggy eel has a section that says, but it's a Luke and Leia romance. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> what if? Wait, what if? And I'm going to say this fully knowing you're going to veto this. What if it's like the one guy accidentally got his cousin? And now needs to go on this trip to get rid of. What if they're both on a trip to get rid of their current soulmate? To find the magical mm. witch in the woods. Doesn't have to be a cousin reason. Mm -hmm. But like, they both are like, we want to go and get rid of our soulmate. And so we're going to trip to this magical witch in the woods. Okay. Okay. Sure. Here's what I'm thinking. How about in this world at like, what is it? Age 16 that, that soul marks usually mm -hmm. manifest, right? So at like age 16 or whatever, you are given the choice to either follow through on your soulmate find your soulmate, marry them, or take the dangerous trek into the woods, find the little old lady who lives there, and she can abolish your uh, your soul mark and, like, your connection to your soulmate. And we can call them, like, like the, the free love. No, that's hippie. But, like, there's, like, they're, like, a group of people that, like, don't believe that soulmates should be, like, the final say and that people should be able to choose who they fall in love with. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, the anti anti-predestination. So... So would that mean that you either get your soulmate mark? Okay, so what if, so if we're doing that, there must be a reason why people don't want their soulmate mark to happen, that they want to be able to choose. What if we, we make this a little more futuristic and say that the soulmates, you get a soulmate mark at 16 by something or someone, not by like a magical universe figure. You get it from like an AI who has like the knowledge of the world and is just assuming that you're going to be most compatible with this person after like a bunch of tests and like a bunch of different things studying you as a person. And so these people are like, we don't want that. We want to go get ourselves taken out of the system so we can find love on our own time. Interesting. Okay, sure. I'm cool with that. That's a, that's a fun twist. My other thought is if we kept it with the magic, they, my thought would be like the soul marks start appearing at 16, but they don't solidify until like 18 or 20 or whatever. But if you're in this like magical grove or like this one community, your connection to the magic is severed. And so it never fully forms. And because it doesn't fully form, then like your soul, your soul mark doesn't Like I doesn't can't work. imagine. But I, I like your idea better because this way taking one like Vinny or Winnie taking themselves out of the system doesn't cause unintended consequences for someone who might be wanting their soul mark or their soulmate right because so yeah I, I I like that so they're going to is are they going to like a hacker type person who takes them out of the system or like to a government official or I, I think 
that it's like it's a method that is told to these kids in school like you can choose to get yourself taken out of the system but it's like it's a shady practice and like finding somebody who will actually do it can be difficult so i think there are official channels but it's a very like long and arduous process and it is faster and a little bit easier to take the less beaten path great i love that okay great so Awesome. I love that we have gone from writing a soulmate AU into writing yes. dystopia. So hear me out. What if the soul marks, so like the telepathic dream connection thing and the red string are enhancements of like biomechanical engineering that's been done to them? So my thought is that like the person with the, the telepathic link has some kind of something that lets him see possible futures or lets him see something like that. And that is connecting to the same mechanism of someone else who is also seeing these possible futures and that's translating into having dreams. Whereas the person with the red string is some kind of like seeker or finder. And as their power manifests, they would be able to follow colored strings to specific points or to people. Think of like a detective or a cart to curb grocery store employee. Yeah. You know, someone who can find things very easily. I, I like it. And I'm just trying to figure out of how, like... Yeah, how it gets implemented in there. I think that instead of making it something like an ability that they're born with, we can go a little more dystopian and say that, like, there's different, like, groups that are, like, specifically, they've been, like, bred almost to, like, be good at certain things. And so when these people are born, they have these items that are, like, attached to them, that grow with them, that connect them to the AI, that connect them to the system at large. And so going and getting yourself cut out of the system is not just losing your possible soulmate, but also severing your connection to the AI. But most people see it as soulmate death because everyone's like, oh, love, love that. But these people, they're like freedom fighters or something, they can come up with something cool and lame or whatever. Their goal is like, we're not just forsaking like this matchmaker concept but we want to be off the grid mm, okay there's always the like casts of people and dystopias which is fine i would like a world where it is maybe maybe like prior to this point it was really easy to get taken out of the system but now after so many generations of people being in the system the the like you know the first time it came out half the people were like oh no we don't like it and half the people were like yeah this way is great. more than half probably Right, yeah. But then, like, that that initial minority of in the soulmate group grew larger and larger, and now they're the majority, and the minority is this, you know, no, we make our own decisions, we don't want AI making them for us, and the... So so now this minority, maybe 10 years, 20 years prior, it was very easy to say, nope, I'm not in the system, even if my parents, they were in the system, but I'm not in the system, it's fine. But now, because it's such a minority, it's so much harder. I'm thinking this this is from a more backwater, out of the way, like if we want to do planets, out of the way planet or like out of the way community that doesn't see the social impacts of these things as much. Like where they're from, like, oh yeah, you're, you're in the soulmate thing. I'm not, whatever, it's cool. And so these two fresh-eyed teenagers say, well, I'll just go to the big city. Like no one here can do it because that's, you know, we don't have any higher ups in the government. But I'll just go to the big city and they'll do it for me. But then when they get there, like, they can't is kind of my thought. 
The one problem I have with this right now is 16 is too young to make that kind of vital a decision. I would say it had to be 18. That's fair. So maybe 16, like the, maybe the algorithm starts at 16. So you go put into the database okay. at 16 and then it so runs. You have to remove until... yourself before your 18th birthday or it's a permanent. My, my thought is that like at 16, it starts really tracking who you are because that's when you're like really forming your own personality and everything. And so that way it can start tracking like, okay, who would be a good fit? Like it lines up, you know, backgrounds and whatever. Maybe 18 is the point where it really starts to get serious and it starts like actually searching for matches. And then maybe 20 is the permanent mark or maybe 21. Like is the, is the, well, you're locked in now. So let's say that these, these guys are like 19 and 20. Yeah. They're or like, like, yeah. They're like just about, they need to get, that's why there's such a rush on this because sure, they, sure. they have to get out of this system before it's too late. Now, are they doing this because they've already fallen in love or like, what is it? Is it kind of like a teenage? I think there's, I like the concept of that they don't know each other very well when they first meet and that they're brought together by, there's like a group, let's say that like, I don't know what they're going to be called, but like the, the free love movement, um, they like get together small bands of people who want to make this and then they all go and they like get told where they can go and you can be like i'm gonna try here who wants to go with me oh i'll go with you i want to try there as well so they're an unknown duo coming together and then maybe they fall in love along the way they i I would think that they would need different reasons why they want to get out of this maybe one has has already has a partner and is like i want to get out of this before the machine puts me somewhere i don't want to be because my but my partner did not want to or some and like got matched with someone else until so like a heartbroken person and someone who's like the logical like it doesn't make sense it's unethical kind of person okay i'm i i like that the other archetype that we could have is someone i really like the heartbroken one i also really like the logical one but i'm wondering if the logical one also hates it because they saw like their older sibling or like a friend or an older friend or whatever get matched with someone and they saw that match and said i don't they look at it and they're like they almost work but it almost feels like they're forcing it to work because it has to work and i want to be able to have my own choice yeah maybe they're the younger sibling and their older sibling got married and then like in like the last night, like they got drunk and they were like, I hate this person. I can't imagine spending my life with them, but I don't have a choice. And I hope you never make this choice. And that like cemented their like, I'm never doing this. Right. Yeah. Something like that. I like that. So I've written my description. Vinny Von Vincent is a broken man who fell in love with someone who got matched by the algorithm and refused to cut their string and be with Vinny. No longer believing in true love, Vinny is on a quest to forge his own path in life and make that decision himself and winnie deanchester at her older sister's bachelorette party was told that her sister hated her soulmate match and did not want to be married to them however had no choice because the ai system had chosen and she was stuck with it this solidified for winnie that soulmate matching was both unethical and incorrect and she is on a quest to be able to make her own decision on who she wants to marry or be with it I don't know if it has to, maybe, exactly. yeah. Maybe she wants to see a single Pringle and chill, which respect, exactly. huge respect. I love it. I think it's great. I think that we should maybe get a little bit of a better picture for who these people might look like. So, in the sake take. of research, I have found a quiz online by the, the lovely BuzzFeed, which is a little, becoming unhinged, I think, with this newfound power of AI. BuzzFeed claims that this quiz will show you, after a series of questions, what your soulmate should look like, as decided by AI. I don't know what that means, 
it's a little bit terrifying, but I, I really want Scribe to try this, specifically because on a text message earlier today, Scribe vehemently said that he wouldn't, but now that I've got him on the podcast, I think I can get him to budge. So, would you do us a favor? We'll create each other's characters, because it'd be weird if we were, like, writing our own. I don't know. You yeah, want to, you want to, sure. yeah. So I will create your character, and you will create mine. And I think this could be fun. I think this could be fun. We are creating Vinny and Winnie based off of this, or we are answering these questions yes. as Winnie and Vinny. We're creating Vinny and Winnie. Okay. So Yay! the soulmate for Vinny is... An okay. Okay. All right. Great. Let's just go. Great. Yes. I can't believe I convinced you to do this. I'm very excited. Let's go. All right. Ideal first date. This isn't, this isn't for you. It's for... I'm for answering for Winnie. For Winnie. You are answering Winnie. for Winnie's Analytical. soulmate because you're trying to create what Winnie looks like. So you're not answering as Winnie. You are answering as Winnie's soulmate. I want to get Winnie. I'm answering to get Winnie. Yes. Okay, so. Exactly. Analytical, thinking like that. I want somebody who's smart. I want somebody who's logical. I want somebody who is going to take a class on a topic that they enjoy in order to learn more about it. So I'm going to choose the ceramics class. Dang it. That's what I chose too. Uh, okay. <laughs> When you're getting to know someone, what's an immediate red flag? Okay. I think that Winnie's smart. Winnie... So, haven't read a book in years because they want someone who's smart. Someone who's logical. They want someone who has read a book in years. I don't remember which one I did. I'm just going. You're just going? Oh, well, never mind then. Okay. I'm ready. Are you I'm ready? stuck. What? Okay, great. How, how are you stuck? Because uh, it said... Oh, I should have said that. This is... Okay. I can get behind that. All right. Ready? All right. All right. Ready. Here goes. Introducing Winnie in three, two, one. Didn't and Vinny. There we go. Three, two, one. Oh my gosh. Wait. No, that's the one that I got when I did it for me. <laughs> so I have something to tell you about Vinny. Vinny's my soulmate? <laughs> that's the one that I got for me. Okay, great. So you guys will be seeing those later. Mm-hmm. At, at some point, I'm Shout sure. Shout out to BuzzFeed. Yeah, okay. Well, that is awesome. So we now know what our respective characters look like. I gotta I gotta admit, it's it's pretty close. It's pretty spot on, you know? Like, mm -hmm. all right. So let's just quick adding in the... Let's add this in. Vinny and Winnie both meet at a free the love meeting free love yep love it free love or free the love they free the love but people call them like free love name also subject to change sure so i figured out what our ai system is named it is couple unions planning implementation and development or cupid cupid that's so good are you kidding me oh my gosh it's amazing so thinking about some like twists and turns that we could use for this, what if the Free the Love meeting, like the guide that's assigned, isn't actually part of Free the Love at all, but is actually there to like lead them astray and be like, well, if you don't want to be in the system, we don't want you in our world, basically. And like either is trying to kill them or put them in some kind of prison or like something like that. I don't know if that's too dark, but I figure that could be a, a major 
piece of conflict uh, that could kind of drive the story forward instead of just like trying to go to the city, not finding the remover. Maybe like he can't legally tell them the wrong location, but he can tell them like the worst path possible to get to this location. And like they get there and at the end, the guy's like, why didn't you just take the throughway? Like I'm a straight shot there. And they're like, we took boats and hiked mountains. And he's like, yeah, but the throughway, the exit, you could see it from my window. That's funny. Yeah, I, I guess I was thinking a little bit more like sinister. The the government has infiltrated Breathe the Love and is now like trying to destroy any kind of resistance to the AI Cupid program. But if we want to keep some measure of, you know, non-super dystopian, then yeah, we can do it your way. I'm fine with that. I just, I don't know how we would be able to keep them on track to actually get there. Because otherwise this dude could just be like, they're in Cincinnati and they're actually in like Africa. And then their time runs out and they're like, ah, sucks to suck. Didn't get there in time. Well, so my thought is that like this guy either gives them directions or leads them. Like is like, I am leading this group and these are the only two people who have signed up to enter the group right you know in times past maybe it was like 10 or 12 and now it's just like the two of them with this one guide but instead of leading them to the remover he like leads them to this prison camp and he's like well if you don't want to be one of us then you'll have to be one of them and so then either they have to like either they escape and they don't get put in the prison which is probably the best one or they get put in the prison and then they have to escape from there i think we should keep a prison break for a different episode i feel like we could do a lot more with that I like that. I like it a lot where, like, they start off on the trail, and then, like, maybe the guy is genuinely, like, he told them where it was, and that he's gonna bring them there, but then when they get closer to location, he's, like, scaring them and, like, showing them, like, the realities of being a free lover, like, here's this prison, and, like, well, most of the time, people who don't follow the auto-generated prompts end up going astray, and look what can happen to you, and, like, bringing them to, like, the worst parts of town, and, like, after a little bit, they're, like, this dude's, like, super sketch. We should dip ASAP. I like that. Yeah, so he's, like, using psychological tactics to kind of scare them away from the free love group. I like that. I really want to raise the stakes in the middle and the mid-end. So what I'm thinking is, like, they leave the guide, they go to the remover, but when they get there, the remover says, no, not the remover, there's, like, just, like, no one there, or, like, maybe the remover had an office in, in this complex, and the lady at the desk says, oh, well, the remover's been out of business for months. Like, no one has asked for that service in so long, they've, they've stopped doing it. But somehow they hear, like, oh, well, but you could get it, you know, down in this area of the town. And they know that, that that's the area they just came through, like the really bad section of town. I'm trying to figure out what's going to stop this. Like what's what's the biggest block? And here's my thought. So are we saying Vincent or Winnie has the dreams? Winnie has the dreams. Vincent has Winnie the dreams. Okay. So I'm thinking that somehow the Cupid system like recognizes, oh, these two don't want this and are and is trying to throw them off. And I'm trying to figure out some way where, like, Winnie's visions become so intense she can't tell what's real and what's not. Or maybe all she can see is, like, the face of the person that's supposed to be her soulmate. I'm just trying to figure out some way of, of raising the stakes yeah, and like, making Cupid this feel starts like... messing with their programming in a way to like mess with them i like that i think the closer that they get to it the more corrupt things become i think once they enter into the actual remover's house he's got like tinfoil and all everywhere so that sure, they sure. keep they're like they're fine but he's like i'm letting you know right now you choosing this will make you an unofficial enemy of the state and they're going to do everything to ruin your life unless 
you escape to this group of free to love people that are a little more that are like off the grid and protected away from the Cubanic system to help you actually like live a life and succeed. And maybe the end is them making it to a checkpoint where the free to love people can pick them up and bring them into the into their place. I'm down for that. Yeah. So in that case, during the mid end, while they're like wandering the streets, the Cupid system starts like making them think they're seeing things or like that they're in more danger and like their adrenal glands are going and and things are being triggered that aren't actually physically happening to them. I like that. Yeah. I think the guide catches up to them close to the end. I agree. Yeah. I think I think we did it. We did it. Why don't we? or this, if you want us to that, actually write a romance great. story People let's be honest this was not this was not problem. a valentine this was not uh, a both of them no this was an action we describe and i have tactfully somehow avoided writing actual romance in a romance story which is free. impressive I'm, I'm gonna say we get an a plus for evasion yes exactly meeting. exactly uh, that they are given the choice yeah city. so There's how about we give a get their brief recap for those who are just skipping to the end or 20 and not listening to us chatter Sounds uh, so, good. Do you want to start us off? The fourth thing. Are welcome program. to Soulmate to Dystopia. Uh, Zinni mentions that it is much rarer for people to refuse the very guided light props very similar uh, using the both of them couples are trapped with a couple that matches you with a perfect soulmate. But using the AI system to be called anyone couple unit planning implementation and to make the choice of who they want to be with at a free the love meeting. Uh, they are given the choice to go to the big city and get their names removed from the system before 20, at which point it would lock in. The guide who is there is surprised that both of them are interested in the Free the Love program, but agrees to take them. During this, he mentions that it is much rarer for people to refuse the guided life prompts using the AI system called Couple Unions Planning Implementation and Development, or CUPID. Nevertheless, Vinny and Winnie are not assuaged by the lack of other participants, and they tell the guide that they are ready to set off. And so the guide does, although he seems to have decided on a very strange path. The first place that the guide takes them to is a bad part of town, with quotation marks, to see how many free-to-love individuals end up spending their miserable, unguided lives. He then talks about all of the jobs that the free-to-love people usually end up having, which are messy, low-paying, and not nearly as much fun as the jobs that people within the Cupid system will be set up to gain. Finally, in an unsettling turn of events, he brings them to a prison and talks about how many of the occupants are free-to-love individuals. Without proper guidance and correction, they've run amok, made the wrong choices, gotten involved with the wrong people, and suddenly their life has flown out of control. The very control that they sought to find in leaving the Cupid system. Feeling very uneasy about the guide's true motives, Vinny and Winnie manage to slip away when he isn't looking and decide to go to the remover on their own. They make their way to the location of the remover, but Making when they get there, they're, they're in danger, the or that been they're going the wrong way. For several months now. This leads to mass they confusion. Hear, however, that and they might still be in hysteria. However, they're in one of the worst sections of town. Well, two wide-eyed innocents from the backwoods, they make their way in and barely survive. Mentioning that they want to join Free the Love opens some doors and closes others. During this time, the Cupid system begins messing with their biomechanics. 
These are special abilities and gifts given to all children in the Cupid system as an added benefit of the AI. However, this begins to mess with their emotions and hormones and brain chemicals, making them think that they're in danger or that they're going the wrong way. This leads to mass confusion and basically just hysteria. In the middle of their mental crises, bags are thrown over their heads and they're tossed into the back of a van, and instantly, everything is calm. The van is a Faraday cage and allows them to break their connection to the Cupid system temporarily. They're driven back to the remover's workshop, where he explains the consequences of choosing to be out of the Cupid system. The reason that the free love folks are in prison is Winnie and Winnie begin their way Cupid to the transportation center. However, on the way, they run to their government guy, who begins to chase them. Folks have assembled outside of Cupid's However, in a much larger Faraday cage of an entire city, and he tells them that he can send these people they're a message to come and get Winnie and Vinny, but the transportation checkpoint is near the edge of the city. They meet up with the free love movement. Vinny and Winnie decide that even though this will make them an enemy of the state, they'll never be able to return. They would rather be free and in danger their future is up for themselves. They go through with the removal of the program, losing their biomechanic capabilities, while also freeing themselves. We grow control. Uh, so that is our action way to adventure soulmate. On the way, um, they run into their government mandated guide. Let no, me begin to you chase them. The However, uh, using what happens Vinny's to EQ and, and Winnie's persuasion, their attempts to bring IQ and system, knowledge, they're able want to, to hear a scene and make it in the transportation section. If so, one there, uh, they meet up with the actual role and violence have to try and rule the because the last time we did it with Hallmark, Vinny and Winnie hold hands and agree that the last now, time we did with their Hallmark, future, I wrote all themselves. romance, and they think uh, they know so where to start. I just wanna... And it's cute, and we gross, and, and you, anyway. Okay, moving on. Yeah! Uh, so that is our action-adventure <laughs> exactly. soulmate There's not, not at all. <laughs> Let us know if you want us to keep going with this. Do you want to hear the sequel? of what happens to Vinny and Winnie and their attempts to bring down the Cupid system? Do you want to hear a scene from this, this section? If so, which one? Do you want to hear an actual romance? Oof. Do you want to hear Violet have to try and write romance? Because the last time we did no, it with Hallmark... No, don't do this to me! The last time we did this with Hallmark, I wrote all of the romance. Uh, so I just <laughs> want to throw that back out there. You have no proof. You have no proof of this incident. There's definitely not an hour-long podcast episode that specifically goes over this specific issue. Yeah, it's the exactly. scrap world There's shop not. or something There's not like at that. all. Red There's only no, this. My not at all. versus yours. So. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, of course, the voices in my head that tells me all of the truths of this universe. <laughs> the sky is green. The sky is green. Yes. The sky is green. Is that what your soulmate is thinking right now? That the sky is green? I think my soulmate's colorblind. Oof. But so am I. So anyway, yeah, thank you guys so much Violet for joining. Said, go ahead, if check you us liked out on it, all the please feel free to leave a five star uh, sure rating on our Spotify. Head to our Instagram. We don't have a plan, and that's just kind of the feel check of our our links. We've got Scribe's got it's his website, scribeworlds.com. We also have stickers out on our uh, so Scribe's Redbubble. You Scribe want to Red let us know Bubble? what you want to hear? Do you want to hear yes, part of our 400 that we have written? World Shop uh, or something no, like that. The Scribe's World Shop uh, where you can if get that is something cute that you like, little things from some uh, of the adorable we, we love making the stuff uh, artwork that really happens to be on our episodes. I've made quite a few of them. Scribe's made quite a few of them. We enjoy making them. So go check out that stuff. And, uh, uh, with that, and with our that, season of uh, have a great promo. Watch Scrap, out for Kara's. Do you want to close this and
Yeah, uh, like Violet said, go ahead, check us out on all of the places, and be sure to let us know what you want it's from it's next it's episode, it's because quite frankly, we don't have a plan, and that's just kind of the feel of February. We are writing 400 mm -hmm. words every day, and getting more and more confused with every single one of them. So, mm -hmm. if you want to let us know what you want to hear, do you want to hear part of our 400s that we have written? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't blame you, but if that is something that you would like, just let us know. We, we love making this stuff and really want to make what you guys want to hear. So let us know either here in the comments somewhere, wherever there might be comments, or over on Instagram, because let's face it, uh, that's easier. And with that, have a great week. Watch out for Cupid's arrows and wander well. Goodbye.